So the slicha which we say tomorrow, as uh, we mentioned yesterday, is really for the fourth day of the Aser Shemei Tshuva, even though we're going to say it on the fifth day of the Aser Shemei Tshuva. And this one is also, it's a, it's a little bit uh, unique in terms of the structure from what we've seen until now. This one also se- seems uh, structural-wise much more like a kina than it is one of the slichos, and it certainly doesn't follow the pattern in terms of acknowledging our sins in the... Uh, the consequence of the sins which we uh, which we face uh, w- which we face. So just structurally, you'll see that every four lines. So there's two lines in the box. So every four lines is the rhyme scheme. So all of that's why I put it one and three. So you can see that they, it follows there. And then you'll also see that the first two lines of each stanza, let's say, have to do with the goodness of Klai Yisrael. And then in the third line, each third line, except for towards the end, it says, how is it going to be that now things have, have shifted over? So as I said, that sounds very much like a kina, that we were supposed to be this way, and then instead what we're facing is almost the opposite of what we would, uh, would anticipate. So here the, uh, the metaphor which the author uses is the fact that Klai Yisrael was the young bride of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then once we have that metaphor in place, then we just follow it all the way, uh, all the way through. So it says in the Slich Ayin Ches, it says, Eishes Nurim Ha'uva. So, so Kla Yisrael is Eishes Nurim, is the beloved Eishes Nurim, the wife of his youth. Asher Erasta Berov Mohar Berov Tova. And when he went ahead and he betrothed us, so it was with a great dowry and all sorts of uh, good and lavish uh, gifts. So we're talking about uh, that's a, that was a way of being able to express how, uh, how great the, uh, the relationship is. And that being the case, so how could it be now, Yosheves Aluva, that Klai Yisrael is sitting in disgrace, Gula Azuva, loathed, repulsed, and abandoned. So again, that's very reminiscent of, of Kinos. Then we get, switch back to what it, what it was. Levusha Bade Adayim, she was clothed with all sorts of beautiful jewelry and beautiful things. Which HaKadosh Baruch Hu stipulated when he made the covenant and he signed the Tanayim that he was going to give us beautiful clothing and he's going to provide us with jewelry and he's going to take care of us. Now here's a shift again. And how could it be instead that now, so veves de la that this young bride is now going door to door. She's wandering around in circles, going door to door, looking for handouts, looking for tzedakah. ben And she is uh, resting. I translate as between the borders. Apparently there's lots of different meforshim as far as what exactly that, uh, that phrase means from different places in Tanakh. So, but the main thing is we'll just say that she's homeless. So she's looking for handouts and she's homeless and seemingly the relationship is not, uh, is not uh, we're not being taken care of. Once again, chavusha b'sheish umashi kalula. So she was wrapped in linen and in silk. She was given all sorts of fancy clothes. And he haisa b'chol ha'aretz muhulala. And she was praised. Everybody knew that she was wearing the best clothing. She had designer clothing and had the best clothing, the latest style, and all of that. Uh, that, of that stuff. Ve'ech ata. So how could it be now? Nechshevus muhulala. Is she considered to be profane? Lelag ulevoshes vileklala. And she's mocked, humiliated, and cursed. And her first steps were beautiful in her shoes. This, for those who remember, you'll keep track of this when we get to it in, uh, 
in Chagiga. So Klai Yisrael is described as being beautiful as they walk to the base of Mikdash uh, um, uh, for, uh, for the Shalosh Regalim. So her, her footsteps are beautiful. Asher kenafecha perusim Allah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's wings, his protective wings, were spread out over her to make sure that she would be safe and secure. And ve'echata, so how could it be now? Nigfu ragleha, that her feet are wounded. Al heharim achar olaleh, because she's running around on the mountains after her children, because nobody else is taking care of them, and she's getting hurt in the uh, in the process. Now Yoshev Hakruvim. So now we turn after this, these contrasts, which we have through one, two, three, four, through four sections, four stanzas. Now we say na Yoshev Hakruvim. Please, the one who sits above, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Tera, you should see that despite all the suffering which is which Klaiso is enduring, Bechozos Lofansa El Rehavim. Still Klaiso has in turn towards the arrogant ones, towards the, the other nations, towards other people who will give false hope as far as as far as uh, protection and safety is concerned, we still don't do that. We don't go after the chariot riders or the horsemen, those who are strong and those who are powerful and mighty. The only thing we continue to rely upon, despite our plight and the difficulties which we face, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's abundant mercy.